One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. There are a lot of dead people in this house. There was five of us who've seen it. When the women are here, it seems like it's angry. He's trying to interact with them now. He glared like he wanted to kill me. The dead person that was like crawling up the stairs. To me, it looks like what a reaper may look like. I think whatever's here is dangerous. Yes. Wants to hurt people. She's dying. There's something down there. My name is Amy Allen. A lot of dead people are here. I see dead people. This is not good. I speak to dead people. He is very pissed off. And they speak to me. The house is angry. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. He's killed people. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. He got shot at his house, and I know every person, every house has secrets. Aren't you terrified being here? It's my job to reveal them. That sounds like something out of The Exorcist. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. It's bad. When we uncover, if it's safe for you to stay, I'd like some answers. Or time to get out. No matter how far we travel to investigate a case, Amy and I gather our findings separately. I uncover the property's history, exposing its past. At the end, we come together to reveal our findings. We're about 140 miles north of Fairbanks, Alaska, in a town called Central. Population, 101. I'm on my way to meet a woman named Dawn. A few years ago, her father took a job as a caretaker at an old hotel in the middle of nowhere. Now, she says some crazy things are going on there, and that the hotel itself seems to lash out at the people that stay there, except her father. But he refuses to leave, and she thinks he's in serious danger. Before Amy enters the location, I have to clear it of everything which could influence her findings. This hotel is very large, so it's important I take my time to cover or remove all leading information. As I approach this location, I can already hear dead people speaking to me. They're warning me about someone very dangerous who wanders these grounds. 
There's a very large man that hangs around here. He's like seven feet tall. I don't think anybody likes him. There were all these women kneeling on the ground. Really creepy. And they were crying and crying and begging, begging. So Dawn, what's going on in the resort here? My father is the caretaker of it. And I'm concerned about his safety, being way out here in the middle of Alaska. Why? We are having some really weird stuff happen. OK, now were we just visiting him? Yes. I actually live in Indiana. OK, so what were some of the things that happened? Two years ago, we came to visit my father, and he put us up in here. We have rugs that flip over, and I've seen doors open and close, footsteps coming up the stairs. What about the rugs? I've never heard that. What would happen is we'd leave the hotel, and when we would come back, the rug would just be standing on end up against the door. So nobody came in, messed around, and then walked and out? And there, no one else had access to it. That's bizarre. This tall guy, he knows how to move things and make things shake, make noises and things like that. I don't like that me uh, very uncomfortable. He wants me to stay away from here. He doesn't want me around here. So Dawn, what happened here? My sister and I were down in the other room watching TV, and we heard her door open. So we came up here, closed the door, went sat down. No sooner sat down, we heard it open again. Now, did you actually see it open? Yes, the second time we've seen it open. Wow. Well, I have something else that is really crazy. We had also seen a three-headed apparition. There was five of us who seen it, and all five of us seen something different. It was three-headed what? It just had, it had three heads. It looked like um, Indian feathers. Some people seen a monkey face on it. To me, it looked like what a reaper may look like. That's bizarre. It was just looking at us. Did you stay here that night? I did. I took a lot of drugs. He might harm people. He shows himself to me like he's like really tall and he has this huge axe. Oh, I feel uncomfortable. What? I don't like that stuff. And Steve, this is the library here. Okay, so uh, what happened up here? This was a mess, so we were straightening the books, and we turned, and there was an apparition standing over by door three. To me, it reminded me of a grandmother figure. At first, we couldn't even believe our eyes. We were trying to decide, should we run? Are we seeing what we think we're seeing? And then when we looked back, it was gone. And what did she look like? She had on a dress with a sweater over it. This is also where you would hear the footsteps coming up. I mean, how does it make you feel knowing your, your father, who's elderly, being here? I'm concerned for his safety. There's a woman and a kid crying. They're crying up here. They're crying and crying and crying. She reminds me of, like, this German grandmother. I think the father wasn't good to them. 
and would lock them away. So Heather, I understand uh, that you actually worked here at some point. Yeah, I worked here in 1989 for about four months. Did you ever experience anything? I was standing out by the pool and I looked up at the fourth floor window and I saw a full figure and it looked like a woman. And then when I looked up, it was gone. Anything else? I just finished cleaning this room and I set the furniture polish on the chair and then I realized I forgot my rag. And as soon as I went to turn back around, it flew off the chair and went past me and hit the wall. Oh, so it didn't just fall off the chair, it went flying? It flew. You think whatever's here is dangerous? Yes. Your father's here. Are you afraid for him? I do worry about him because it's kind of a violent action that something would fly at you like that. So I've worried about him numerous times. Ugh. What's wrong? Just this big guy here. This big guy is in here. He likes to freak people out. What does he do? He can throw things at people. He could throw something and hurt me. I see him angry and doing it, throwing things about. And then I see him stumbling and drunk. He likes to bother the ladies, mostly. As far as living people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because he um, thinks they're stupid and he hates them. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
this this big guy here really doesn't like women. Hates them. 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 He's trying to interact with them now. Wants to hurt people. He does like to move beds. Well, what he, he can do is he can make it evenly go up and down, up off the ground and down again. I don't like it. Now, your daughter seems a little concerned about your safety here. Yeah, I know they're, they're always worried about what's happening to me in here. The way I look at it is it's strange when a daughter worries about their father. I mean, I should be worried about my, my children, but... Uh, Anything that you can tell me about? I've seen the doors slam, open and slam shut. When they close, they just don't close, Steve. I mean, they slam. So, Bill, have you seen anything else? I hear footsteps all the time, up and down the steps. I hear it from the basement up here, too, at times. Your daughter, she mentioned some bizarre thing with three heads in it. Yeah. She right. said you saw it also. I saw it. Can you describe it? It was almost seven and a half feet high. That's probably what that ceiling is. Okay. And one head was stacked on another head. And then right here, remember like a monkey there, but it was just a monkey's head. It had arms, but it had feathers. So how do you feel about the whatever's here? Or whatever it is, don't like women. When women are here, it seems like it's angry. You all right? No. What's wrong? What? What's wrong? I don't know, like, uh, there was a dead person that was, like, crawling up the stairs towards me. Yeah, it kind of creeped me out. Someone does not want me to go into the basement and is trying to scare me out of this place. There's, like, something kind of standing guard down there. So, Bill, why'd you bring me down here? Well, I guess, uh, I feel that, that, that the aberration, whatever it is, is kind of is always assists me whenever I have projects. If I can't find the part, I'll be looking for it and looking for it, and I'll just, out of nowhere, it'll appear like on the shelf here. Where you've looked already once today, didn't find it so well. And I come back around, I'll go to another shop and look around, and it'll appear where I was working on something. It's happened numerous times to me. So it's, it's an assistant. It, it helps me. Oh, the guy with the, the axe does come, he's down here. He doesn't like people to come down here. Why? Um, he feels like he's protecting stuff. Let me ask you a question. Bill, your daughter seems concerned about you, but you don't seem too concerned. So like my daughters are always worried about me. But then again, I figured it was doing, it was a bad, bad thing. I, it wouldn't be helping me. You know, it helps me out and then scares the girls. So, I mean, I don't know, Steve. You got to be prepared for Amy to say, you know, you've got some issues here. You really shouldn't be working here. If I find out that yeah, this place is full of demons, I don't think you'd be seeing me around here. 
Mm, there's screaming. So like really rough screaming. Like a howl. Like a howling. Damn man, it's weird. There are a lot of dead people in this house. So Colette, I talked to uh, your stepdaughter Dawn and uh, your husband Bill, and they said some pretty wild things are going on here. Are you concerned for anybody's, I don't know, safety? Yes, I do fear for their safety. What makes you say that? I was in here washing the floor, and the bowl flew right off the off the shelf, right in front of me. When the bowl came off the shelf, how far did it go? I'd say about three feet. So three feet, that means it didn't fall off the shelf? No, it flew off the shelf. Okay. You know, I was talking to Dawn and Bill, and they told me a pretty bizarre sighting that they had of this thing with three heads. Now, did you see that? Yes. Okay. Describe it to me. It had large feathers. Okay. There were three heads on it, two male heads, and the third head was half monkey and half man. He glared like he wanted to kill me. This tall guy, he's learned how to go into people's minds and find out what scares them and then project that back to them. I'm starting to think the seven-foot man is a shapeshifter. He's able to change form and take on the likeness of people's greatest fears. He might harm people. Why would he... Would he do that? Maybe if he felt like they were gonna make him leave. So have you seen anything else you can't explain? I just arrived here one day and walked in and looked over and thought I had a small bear hiding in the lobby. He's about three feet tall. And uh, so I had my 44 with me and I was running over to it and it took off and it went through this little hole in the stairs about that size. Okay. It, so I ran down there, scoured the basement. There was nothing there. I do think there is some evil here. Pam, what's the story with this place? Uh, what's this? Is it for sale? Is it not for sale? It's for sale. It's been for sale for a long, long time, probably 10 years or more. Now, have you sold places like this before? I've sold lodges throughout the state of Alaska, yeah. Now, do they sell pretty quick? Doesn't usually take 10 years. Okay, so that's unusual. I think so, yeah. Have you heard any stories about this place as far as it being haunted? You know, ever since I started coming up here 35 years ago, I've heard stories. That long? Yes. Now, do you know about any deaths that occurred in this place or around it? With a place like this, there's bound to have been lots of people die here. It's been here since 1931. It was built for the miners to come in from the, their gold mines to have food and, and recreation on the weekends. I feel like there's like holes. There's a hole. There's like all these men down here. They're like digging and working, like under the floor. It's really, really hot in there. 
don't want to go in there because it's really hot. Working with Amy, I've met lots of people who've experienced weird things, but nothing like this. I'm driving 140 miles back down to Fairbanks to meet with the 95-year-old owner of the hotel. Maybe he'd give me some new information about the place. So, Bob, when did you buy the resort? May of 1980. Okay. Now, let me ask you something. You closed it, right? Yeah, in 2002. Okay, why'd you close it? My age, and I didn't want to put up with any more managers. Now, you're trying to sell it? Yeah. Why do you think you're having a tough time selling it? Oh, they, there's been a lot of stories floating around about it. Build the caretaker up there. Do you think he's a good guy? Oh, very, very honest. So if he says something may be going on, do you believe him? Yes. Oh, yeah, very much so, yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard any strange stories up there? Oh, I've heard them, but then I, ne I never paid much attention to them because I think about it and say, oh, it's a bunch, bunch of baloney about these ghosts. Right, so you don't think it's haunted? No. You don't? No. Okay, but there's a lot of people saying a lot of things up there, right? Yeah, that's right. But it's not true. Okay. While I'm down in Fairbanks, I need to make use of the local library to get some background info on the hotel. As I'm looking through the newspaper archives, something catches my eye. A deadly helicopter crash involving a newly married bride. Her destination, the Circle Hot Springs Resort. There's a woman, oh, she has a dress on, like her, she's all messed up. I want to learn more about the newlywed couple whose helicopter crashed near the hotel. I'm headed over to meet with a local aeronautical expert who might be able to give me more information than the newspaper article did. During my investigation, I came across this article uh, about a helicopter crash back in 2002. It sounded pretty sad. It was a bride. Do you know anything about it? It was a local couple doing a uh, wedding ceremony on one of the summits. She was a teacher. What happened was that they were finishing up the ceremony. The weather was moving in. As they were departing to take off and go back to Circle Hot Springs for the reception, they ended up crashing into the side of the hill. She's not wearing anything very distinct. It's just white. What the f is she doing? She's like spinning. Like she's spinning her equilibrium is out. She's like falling down. Oh, oh f I feel like uh, blood. But what would it feel like if they were going down and they knew it? You assume everything's all right and all of a sudden you hit and before you know it's all over with. And in a situation like this, they didn't have any time to think about it. They, they didn't know what happened. Most of the guests didn't even know anything had occurred. They discovered the crash site as they were driving back for the reception. 
Ugh. It's like really bad here, here. Bad, bad. Oh. What happened? What happened? I don't know. Oh my God. This is not good. Ah, oh, she's cold. Oh. One of the problems though, up there, there's there's no ambulance service, there's no fire department, there's no hospital, there's no cell phone coverage. So I think what they did is they piled them in cars and drove them back to Fairbanks. Oh, and um, she pronounced her dead at the hospital here in Fairbanks. So. so if it wasn't for the fact that they were in such a desolate area, she might have made it. Definitely. She's, I think, I think she wants help, but like nobody, there's nobody. I don't know, there's nobody, nobody, nobody. I, I, I know she, 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 she's dying. Yeah, she's dying here. So far, all I've uncovered about the property is a tragic helicopter crash. But my clients have a laundry list of paranormal encounters. I'm hoping that by meeting with a local historian, I could fill in some of the blanks. The hot springs were discovered in 1897, and Frank Leach owned it as of 1924 with Emma Leach. The land, he owns it, and he builds the hot springs hotel. What year? 1930. What kind of a guy was he? He was rather laid back, hard worker. He was very handy. Uh, he loved to build things. He built furniture for the hotel and things like that. What can you tell me about Frank's wife, Emma? Emma was born in 1890, and her maiden name was Guns, and I think it may have been German. She, uh, she told him what to do. Quite often, you'd hear her yelling at him, she was the boss, so she wasn't uh, thoroughly loved. And then there's this other woman. She's from overseas. She reminds me of like this German grandmother. Does she have an accent? Oh, yeah. She speaks another language. She's just very set in her ways, like rough, very gruff harsh, overbearing, and just nasty. She threatened to push my head into the table. Apparently she doesn't like me. That's kind of how she is. Now, did Frank and Emma stay in Alaska or did they move on? Actually, they lived uh, in a house behind the hotel okay. until the both of them died and uh, they're buried in the Hot Springs Cemetery behind the hotel. I saw several entities on my walk, but I decided to have a sketch artist draw the most prominent two. First, the seven-foot-tall man. He was very muscular. Very, like, intimidating. He had a large axe. Can you describe his face for me? And the eyes are squared because they're so deep. And then the angry woman. 
She has dark brown hair. Comes up like this and just goes back. What was the shape of her face? Uh, it was kind of squared. She has very thin lips. She had very full cheeks and they were very high. Is this who you saw? Yes. Over the last several days, Amy and I have conducted separate investigations. Now, we're going to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. Heather and Dawn don't live here. Their father, Bill, here uh, takes care of the hotel. They've experienced some pretty terrifying things here, and they're, they're worried about him, but he doesn't want to leave. With that, I'm going to ask Amy to talk about her walk a little bit. During my walk, one of the individuals that I encountered is a female. Unfortunately, she's stuck in her death state because her death was so traumatic that she hasn't been able to move on. There's a woman. Oh, I feel like uh, blood. Oh. I think she's dying. I saw her like bumping around the second floor because her equilibrium's off. She is very hurt and confused because she was calling out for help and nobody was there to help her. About 10 years ago, there was a newlywed couple who had taken their vows not far from here and they were headed here to have the reception to this place. She said, I do, got into a helicopter and she never made it to a reception. The helicopter crashed. She died. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, they were alone. She didn't die right away. Head trauma and body trauma. I didn't see a helicopter crash related to this woman, and I never saw her face clearly. So I don't know who she is. But I do know she doesn't want to harm anyone in the hotel. What else happened during your walk? Another individual that I encountered was a very, very rough woman. Very tough. Um, she looked like German to me. She didn't really like me very much. She's just very overbearing, like reminded me of one of those overbearing grandmother types. She's just very set in her ways and just nasty. She threatened to push my head into the table. Heather, do me a favor and tell Amy about the apparition you did see. Um, I was outside by the pool and I looked up at the fourth floor window by the library and I saw kind of like a grandmotherly figure. You know her name, Emma, Emma Leach? Emma married this guy, Frank Leach, and they actually, Frank built this hotel in 1930. Her maiden name was Gunz. She was German. She was overbearing, told her husband what to do. Pretty sure that she died on the property, and she's buried right up on a hill here. Wow. We did do a sketch of her. You did. You know, I have a picture of Emma. This, that's Emma. Wow. Heather, what do you think? I think there's a lot of similarities, especially in the full chin. The nose. The nose was the most distinct. She didn't like you? I don't think she likes anybody. 
she definitely doesn't want to leave. That's for sure. Like, this is her, her domain. So, Amy, what else did you encounter? I encountered this very, very tall man who definitely unnerved me. I did get that he's not from here, um, but that he built a lot of things here. And this individual is very protective of an area in the basement, uh, the workshop area. That's like his, his main place. Well, that sounds like him and his husband, Frank, the guy that built this place. He actually built a lot of the furniture that's in this place. Really? Yeah, he was a handy guy. He's a strange person. Well, he did die on the property and is buried right up on the same hill. He, um, he's very advanced. He's able to physically interact. So shaking beds, making noise, and opening, closing doors. Heather, tell Amy what happened upstairs. I was cleaning one of the rooms on the second floor, and I had the furniture polish in my hand. I sat on the chair. And so I turned around to get my rag. I grabbed it, and as soon as I turned back around to go towards the chair, it flew off, and it went right past my face and hit the wall. You said the footsteps. He makes he makes the noise. Yeah. You guys have all heard. Oh, yeah. Up and down the fire escape on the outside of the building, and there are no, no tracks on the snow, but you can hear him running up down the stairs, the fire escape. Ba -ba -boom -ba -boom, ba -ba -boom -ba -boom. He's very capable. He, he also tried to frighten me. The way that he presented himself to me uh, was unnerving, uh, to say the least. You got to tell her about this three-headed thing. What? There's five of us that have seen it, and we've seen it at the same time. We all seen something different. Like, for instance, I seen what I thought would have been maybe the Grim Reaper. He had seen a monkey head that I didn't see. There was no emotion, nothing. The head it had no eyes and everything. This was black eyes. I was very scared. That bothers me when they have enough strength to do that, to be able to read your mind and see what scares you and then become that. Well, it's funny you mention that because Bill's wife, Colette, uh, who I had spoken to, she had an incident where she saw what she thought was a black bear in here. She assumed she caught it sleeping out here. She caught it right over in this corner. Oh. She was going for a 44 and starting to pull it out, and all of a sudden it turned into like a changeling. It went down one of them holes over here. But the changeling, Amy, that's, that's what's freaking us out. I did um, have a sketch done of him. Is that the second sketch you did? Yes. Okay. Oh. I got chills when I started looking at it. One of the things that bothers me was what you said about the eyes being two big, black, gaping holes. Yeah, it's the black eyes that I seen in the two-headed thing. Exactly like that. That's what it made you see? Mm. I feel that there's two things going on. One, it's very unnerving to not be able to look at someone's eyes. You can't gauge them. You don't know what's going on. So it gives you a feeling of disorientation. And the biggest thing with him 
was that he actually really hates women. Like, he wouldn't really talk to me because I was just a girl. Oh, wow. You said that too, remember? Yeah. I said the only ones that are having problems, it seems like Amy in this, this area here, is the women. The men he has no problem with, but the women he just does not like them. Bill, isn't it true that whatever's here you told me is kind of helping you out, helping you find things and stuff like that? He's quite the assistant. Yes, he is. The odd thing is, the only time you ever saw something remotely scary was when you were with four other women. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I mean four other women, so. Wow. You're hitting a lot on the head, Amy. Well, guys, you've seen what Amy and I have uncovered about the hotel. But the reason you called us in, the most important question is, is it safe for your father here to stay on as the caretaker? Um, so with that, I'm going to ask Amy if she can answer that question for us. Well, I think it's safe for your father, because you're male. Uh, but, you know, it, it's kind of unsettling for when your daughters visit. What you can do is have a talking with him um, about bothering females and kind of laying down the law. If there's females here, you just leave them alone. No interaction. Or you're going to have to go. You think his talking tool is going to stop that for his girls? what can be done to ensure their safety when they're here. They know now who the people are, so they can call them out by name. So you believe these sketches are Frank and Emma Leach? Oh, yeah. You know, Bill's going to lay down the law. Like, if you want to stay here, these are the terms and conditions. You don't mess with any women. You don't disrespect them, and so on and so forth. And then you guys coming in, being like, we're not going to tolerate this. And if you do anything, you know the consequences, which will be banishment, basically. And they do not want that. Most people don't realize that entities can remain at a location because they are allowed to. But if they start causing problems, you can put your foot down and demand that they leave. How do you feel knowing all this now? Do you feel better, feel worse? I feel better knowing that it's nothing against men, knowing that he'll be okay. However, a little upsetting that it has something against us, well, not personally, but women, just because like, I enjoy coming over to the hot springs and we had fun when we stayed here until all that started happening. <laughs> so I think, Dad, you need to have a talk. Yeah, it's one man to another. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. We're buddies, so let's exactly. keep it that way. And, you know, right, well. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah, I will. We need to protect your daughters. Yeah. I can relate to Dawn and Heather's fears. When you've encountered such an angry presence, it's terrifying. But as long as Bill follows the advice I've given him, his family should remain safe. <laughs>